Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Number 10, Clowning Street. <laughs> They're all clowns, aren't yeah. they? <laughs> uh, <laughs> them politicians. The old government. <laughs> They're all clowns. <laughs> oh, God, it was a biting, biting commentary. Who's that from? <laughs> That's from Alex Not Safe for Work Keen. Thank you, Alex, for that, Thanks, uh, Alex. For that title. That, uh, that, as Matt said, biting commentary on the current political state. Uh, we're doing. Absolute clowns. We're doing political thrillers this week. That's going to be interesting. Yes. Uh, given that last week we did a Brexit thing, uh, <laughs> and that was supposed to be... Oh, no, we did, it wasn't, there wasn't a genre for that one, was there? We just were doing taglines. No, no, it's uh, the snake eating itself that is this podcast. We're going round in circles. Joining us for this political thriller episode, Scott Foster. Welcome back to the show. Uh, hello, thank you very much for having me back. Yeah, it's it's been it's been a good few years. I think last time you did period dramas... Well, your memory's a lot better than mine, you know what I'm saying, on that one. <laughs> yeah, it's, period it's, dramas? Or was it, it the... It may uh... have been, no, 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 that does sound, that does sound about right. But, yeah. Um, it wasn't Marcy McKinley, was it? I think it was. It might have been, yeah. I think it was. I think that was me halfway through it. We'd already been going on about it and then confused protagonist and antagonist. <laughs> <laughs> Completely sure of my ineptitude. <laughs> well, it's only shared by us, so it's um, you're in the right place. Uh, are you down with um, uh, political thriller movies? Well, I don't think I could name one, but yeah, sure. That sounds like it would be fun. <laughs> All right. Okay, right. So do you want to hear some honourable mentions this week? Let's hear them. Yeah. All right. So this is the part of the show where, because we've been given so many titles, we just like to pitch a few more. A few more films. Like, we pitch one main film at the end. But this is more like the trailers at the beginning of a film. So basically, what you're doing is sat on the bus listening to this podcast right now. Yes, I'm talking to you, John McMillan, um, on the bus (laughs) right now. You're listening to the Life's a Pitch right, podcast, right, aren't you? But you're, you're looking out the window and you're thinking... Oh, you dirty boy. I know, I know. I know. You're, thinking about, you're thinking about Martha's underwear, aren't you, John? You're thinking about Martha's underwear. Well, guess what, John? We're not only going to pitch number 10, Clowning Street. We're going to pitch a, a few more films as well for you. Just just for you, John McMillan. Imagine that, that you're about to watch your favourite VHS copy of the BBC's <laughs> The Lion, the Wish and the Wardrobe. And these honourable mentions are the Richie Rich and Edward Scissorhands trailers <laughs> beforehand. <laughs> that good. Those were the two on that VHS. I actually know the issue. I think, I think I'm thinking about uh, it's, it's not that. It was Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Uh, that's, that's what those trailers were on because I don't think the BBC... We're allowed to put trailers before their. Uh, no, I don't think video. so because yeah, surely it'd only be other BBC shows. Yeah, I'm thinking now, and it's, and so it's probably Home Alone Two: Lost in New York that had. So imagine you're about to watch your favourite VHS <laughs> copy of Home Alone Two: Lost in New York. 
<laughs> all right, Tommy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Joe, John, uh, John McMillan. <laughs> Okay, so from Weak Biss Connor, we've got, oh no, the president has nukes. We knew that. I think everyone just said that, like, as soon as Trump was elected anyway, didn't they? (laughs) Well, I'm thinking, (laughs) oh no. (laughs) I'm thinking, right, we we open this with, who's a good presidential actor? No, shouldn't this be like, I feel like this should be someone who's like, really inept, like, they've become president, like, by sheer luck and accident. Oh, no, not where I'm going. We need need a... uh, Danny DeVito is pretty presidential, right? I mean, I feel that suits... He he certainly suits what I said better than what you said. (laughs) I'm meeting you halfway, Scott. Uh, Yeah, yeah, uh, let's go with it. Yeah, he's he's put a suit on for the role. Um, He turned up to the the auditions. He's like, I'm wearing a suit today. And I'm like, yes... You're the president, Dino So it opens with a rehab clinic. And right. Dino is John McGluckins. And he... Oh, that's his name. Yeah, John McGluckins. John, John McGluckins. And he goes, hi, I'm John. And then everyone's like, hello, John. It's like, I've been off nukes now for three years. <laughs> All right. Is this a room of other politicians from around the world? Uh, no, this is just... Hollywood celebrities, and it's a it's a Los Angeles rehab clinic for people who are addicted to nukes. <laughs> to people who are addicted to just using nukes in the Pacific Ocean, harmless, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're using nukes, so it, it's it, it's it's dangerous. Yeah, it escalates. Yeah, yeah, right. Like that's the problem with addiction is it escalates yeah. soon. <laughs> The Pacific Ocean isn't enough. <laughs> they, they, they... Killing killing a fuck ton of fish isn't enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's they'll they'll be using it on small towns. He says. He actually says, yeah. You know, soon killing a fuck ton of fish just isn't enough. You get onto small, <laughs> inconsequential towns, and then and then what do you know? You're you're blowing up major cities, and so he gets out of rehab. Like the the doctor played by David Tennant is said, oh, he's cured. There's no, there's no reason for him to be at rehab anymore. The, his addiction and his addictive personality has been cured. And uh, two weeks later, he's given the idea yeah. by his mum to run for president. <laughs> who, who plays his mum? <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to say Betty White. Betty White. Yeah, she's like, oh, you should run for president. Uh, and JV is like, yeah, that's a great idea. And then he's like, I don't know. The people may want me, but. And heaven knows I'm best for the job. <laughs> heaven knows I'd lead very well, but <laughs> I, n- <laughs> I can't be near nukes. Not again. <laughs> not again. Not after I'm. After I blew up Peterborough, and so he, like, I think he's bullied by the Democrat Party to run for president, and he gets in. He's it's a landslide, like like we said, Danny DeVito, John McLuckins is like the best for the job, like because yeah, but well, because because the the person he's running opposite um, is a socialist. <laughs> 
No, let's, let's not forget it is America. And the person he's running against yeah, is a this woman. Is in America. That's it. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, no, you're right. A woman right. socialist. Forget, <laughs> yeah, female socialist is running for president against him, and so he wins by a landslide. They may as may as well have been running against Satan in America. <laughs> I don't know. I reckon Satan would do quite well running in America. To be honest, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah some good points. Some might say he did. Seriously, so Danny DeVito gets in to office, and he's sat in the Oval Office just twiddling his thumbs. Because I'm not sure what the president does. <laughs> like it's it's a very <laughs> slow year. The, the 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 opening 100 days of his presidency. There's not much. The president that came before him was a fucking genius. Sorted yeah, out everything. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, the economy is like booming. Yeah. He only left because his ter- his eight year term was up. There is literally there is literally nothing wrong with America when Danny DeVito takes over. <laughs> Except that they will definitely not vote in a woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The I one, mean, it's the one thing, no matter all. what he did, like he's, he solved the gun <laughs> problems, he solved the economy, there's world peace. But he couldn't convince Americans, uh, Americans, Americans that women are equal. <laughs> yeah, and so he sat there in the Oval Office, twiddling his thumbs. And, like, there's a montage of him trying to do things to sort of curb boredom. Like, he's got a bouncy ball and he's throwing it around, but it's bouncing around because the o- the office is oval-shaped. So it doesn't come back to him straight away. <laughs> it just bounces around. And he's like, all oh, right, well, he, uh, I'm going to buy a trampoline, put it in the oval office, bounce it on the trampoline <laughs> for a bit. What else do you do to curb? But he's playing video games, uh, playing a bit of Minecraft. He's playing Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem, yeah, ironically. Uh, well, it's it's prophetic irony, really. Because <laughs> then, then he ends up pulling this drawer open in the Oval Office and there's a big red button there and he starts sweating. It's like, oh, God, I'm back, I'm back to square one. And his, uh, his sponsor, who is also his running mate, uh, Danny DeVito again, but this time in a wig... And his glasses are taken <laughs> off. Is okay. comes in and goes. Why, why don't you cast someone else? <laughs> it's just no. It's just no. No, that's right. But it's not a real person. It's just like someone that he's imagined to help him like deal with his stresses and problems. Oh, yes. I see. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the yeah, twist. Yeah, yeah. It's like Fight right. Club. <laughs> yeah, it's just a horrible like alter ego in his head. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I've got it right. So yeah. he like he, he's been told to, to try not to do this, but he can't. He's he, they, we have this very tense moment where he like um, struggles to not press a button and fire all these nukes, right? Uh. And then he does it anyway. <laughs> he fucking presses the button because he's too weak. Because basically his his sponsor goes from being like, ah, you shouldn't do it. It's uh, think of all the people that would die. <laughs> think of all the people that would uh, the 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 havoc you'd cause. Think of the power. Think of <laughs> it's like you're too weak to resist. <laughs> you need that power. And then and then he just like goes, yeah, you're right, and presses the button right. And then it's like. And then, like you see in a very, very quick cut, like the start of Mad Max Fury Road, <laughs> like all this hell and he- like hellfire and awful thing as the, as the world is destroyed. And then you 
cut out from his eyes, like you see, you sort of, you've you pan or uh, pull out, like zoom out from his eyes, um, which you can see all this stuff reflected in, mm. uh, and then he's back in the um, rehab place. <laughs> And there's um, David Tennant standing there, like... Uh, Tutting, just smouldering. Did you enjoy that? Wearing rags. <laughs> no, no, no. He's, he's, wearing a, he's wearing a suit, and he's got a pitchfork. He's <laughs> <laughs> like... Did you enjoy that? Yep, that's the rest of your eternity. <laughs> just beholding the downside, the downfall of civilization <laughs> like you caused mr president <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh no and then Danny DeVito vomits for the remainder of the movie blood yeah, yeah. six up blood yeah. uh, with that's on fire yeah. um, and then <laughs> then cut to black it's, it's credits <laughs> credits song gangster's paradise by Julio. <laughs> uh, every time we make one of those films that ends with Gangster's Paradise by Coolio, I hate that song a little more. <laughs> uh, I, I love that song a little more every time we do it. It's weird. Um, <laughs> all right. So from Phil Walters, we've got King Congress. King Congress. King Congress. I mean, there's not many ways this can go, otherwise a giant <laughs> ape in a suit. I mean... Okay, though, but but here's... I've got an idea, right? <laughs> Ryan Gosling is King running... King Kong, sorry. Con- <laughs> is run- no, no, he's running for Congress. Yeah. All right? But his opponent, right? <laughs> his his opponent, like, is, is, is bankrolled by the system, right? <laughs> you know, you can tell it's all corrupt. Mm. And we, do, we spend a little while telling everyone... That, like you know, it feels very you know political. He's doing his campaign stuff, and uh, but it he keeps coming up against this better funded, like under the thumb of the military industrial complex mm. uh, prick, played by uh, Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> All right. And um, anyway, so but in the meantime, he's still doing okay, right? He's he's a charismatic guy. He's got a lot of grassroots support. People are going to vote for him, mm. and it seems like he's like fifty-one percent uh, on the polls. Is he's going to he's going to make it? And then the last moment, he is abducted from his campaign offices and sent to a, uh, an island in the middle of the Pacific <laughs> Ocean. <laughs> what? So it's it's essentially so like, King Kong, but a political thriller, I guess. Uh, <laughs> no. What we try to pitch. Well, what I'm trying to say is that he goes out there, undergoes some horrific ritualistic uh, curse, and comes back still wanting to run for Congress, but a giant ape. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? He, what? He gets he gets turned into a giant ape on this island and then wades across. <laughs> oh no no! Then so the other guys won, right? The 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 other the, Daniel Radcliffe's won. He's now you know he is the senator, right? And um, so he's got all these business interests that he wants to undertake. He's got like oh I'm going to start uh, fishing too much or whatever. Mm. I'm going to use dynamite to fish. I'm going to blow up ch- uh, cheap housing so that I can put in my giant theatre for 
natural wonders of the world that we're going to cage and put here. Um, and so, like, he sends a boat out to this island because he's heard of this uh, incredible species that's, that's just been discovered. And this is, like, two years later, right? We've cut away from Ryan Gosling mm. being um, uh, being captured by natives and uh, and turned into a... and undergoing some kind of weird transformation. So anyway, then we get the King Kong bit where um, Daniel Radcliffe sails over there, captures uh, <laughs> this giant monkey and brings it back to the th- this big theatre he's built to show everyone how good a senator he is. <laughs> At which point, Ryan Gosling's like, I object! <laughs> and starts storming towards Congress. Exactly. <laughs> And everyone's to, trying to stop him. To stop a law being passed. To... Yeah, yeah, he's going to filibuster his way through. <laughs> what a filibuster. <laughs> what a filibuster. Like... And he starts, and he starts, and then Daniel Radcliffe, Daniel Radcliffe's like, takes the shot with this giant um, <laughs> uh, with this giant rocket launcher he's made just to take him out. And, a giant and, rocket uh, launcher then, that fires and... rockets, rockets with... Tranquilizer darts on the end, and then uh, uh, but, I want but, him alive. <laughs> um, but uh, what's his name? John Goodman, the president, <laughs> says, uh, "Wait a minute, now there, he's on the stand. You can't take anyone off the stand once he started speaking." <laughs> like. The president That's stops eight. the assassination of Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Because he's talking as King Kong. And he, even though nobody understands what he's saying, very much in a um, in a, a Peter Jackson, in a very Peter Jackson way, they just understand his eyes and they vote for him. Um, and, and, uh, they just understand his eyes. Yeah, <laughs> they just understand him. They understand the pain in his eyes. And uh, and everyone's like, you know what? That gorilla's got a point. <laughs> That's the tagline of the movie. I mean... <laughs> King Congress, that gorilla's got a point. <laughs> so what happens to Daniel Radcliffe's character? What does he get impeached? Oh, he melts. He melts. <laughs> he melts. <laughs> he's holding on to the... Because basically what happens is he's... <laughs> holding on to this heavily radioactive uh, rocket launcher. <laughs> this is made. a crossover. But unfortunately, he's holding it so long because he's been told to wait until the monkey's done speaking <laughs> that he just melts. <laughs> he melts. And then the, the, the uh, this is the final climax of the speech, the quote-unquote speech, right? He melts. This rocket launcher collapses to the ground and goes off and fires into uh, Ryan Gosling. And then we have that really worried part after he succeeded, but just before we know whether he's going to uh, die in the uh, in the doing so. Uh, and then he, uh, but he, he's all right. He survives because um, uh, it turns out that John Goodman knows uh, giant ape CPR. <laughs> <laughs> CPR that cures radiation poisoning. Yeah, yeah. It's called C prevent radiation. <laughs> um, is what CPR stands for. All right. So that was King Congress. Thanks, Phil Walters, for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks.
<laughs> I hope that's what you were expecting. <laughs> I feel like I needed that. <laughs> okay, so those were all our honourable mentions. Thanks for everyone who got in touch with us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast and Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show. You can go there. We usually post up posts for the genre we're doing each week. So if you've got an idea for a film title, give us it as there. Or if you've just got an idea for a film title that you want to hear us pitch, just give it to us midweek. It uh, doesn't Anytime even have to be attached to the post. Just say, hey, Life's a Pitch, boys. Here's a film title for you. Hey, boys. <laughs> I, got a, I got a sneaky film title for you. Oh, yeah, what is it? Let's see, what's it called? Uh, it's Pooch Newton and the Green Grocery. And then we'll be like, all right, well, from this person, this really creepy person on Twitter who, who gave us a call... <laughs> Uh, who whispered to us yeah. we haven't actually received any any audio you know what we should set up a phone line <laughs> <laughs> we, should, we should set up a Skype answering machine that records voicemails <laughs> so that we can play just like hey boys <laughs> hey you want a picture film well, that God. is a new feature that this podcast is screaming out for. <laughs> You're no longer reading it out, just actual playing the voice grip of the person that has left the message saying their, their movie title. You want to pitch a film called a Go- Another Goofy Movie? <laughs> this time, The Saw's here. <laughs> Another Goofy Movie, The Jigsaw Killer Case. <laughs> I was going to say, don't forget if you see Matt or Tom in the street, just shout out to them, stop them from whatever they're doing in their daily life and give them a pitch. (laughs) But if that's the kind of people that may be pitching, please don't. (laughs) Stay well Ah, clear. You know, we'll... I'll take the good with the bad, you know. Just shout it across (laughs) the street really loud. Yeah. All right. So shall we get on with our main pitch this week let's yes let's do that our main political thriller so from alex not safe for work keen they've given us number 10 clowning street number 10 clowning street yes. all right well you know we what's, gonna... you know what's weird right mm. i'm pretty certain the last time we did a political thriller it was clowns. It was clowns. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. It was called Last Night for Clowns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but how long ago was that? Like, uh, are we talking a few years? That was, I think it was episode 100 and something, wasn't it? It was like just after episode 100 or... Episode 150, yeah. Uh, ah, that'll be why. Uh, that'll be why I remember it being like a momentous one. Uh, okay, final let's night, do Final Night for Clowns. Yeah. Completely different. Completely is fine. Yeah. <laughs> Clowns are very broad. All right. Okay, so um, uh, with this, what mm. do you reckon? Like, is, I think we want to go really Banksy on this, right? <laughs> and make it sort of like <laughs> politicians, they're all clowns, aren't they? Sort of thing. We want to make sure we make that point just way too hard. That obvious really, point. Really ham it up, the imagine, metaphor. Imagine we're writing... Black Mirror, but <laughs> instead of perspective, what we've got is a very easy observation. Yeah. Um, so the thing is, right? Mind, yeah. Clowns know what they're doing. Well, yeah, politicians have well- no clue. 
I think that's going to be it. I think that's going to be part of the thing, right? Is that is is it going to someone's going to make all the uh, politicians like try and prove that uh, clowns can do better than politicians <laughs> at their job or something? Like they're going to uh, like fill. They're going to kidnap a load of clowns, kidnap a load of uh, kidnap the government, and then just swap them over and lock them in their respective places, <laughs> force them to do each other's <laughs> jobs. <clears throat> yeah, so it's like um, you know, like uh, again, like sort of terrorists who are out to or like anonymous or whatever, right? You know, this, mm. these these organizations, um, and they're wearing this mask. What should it be the mask of? I I think the some of the happy and sad faces from uh, like theatre. Sure, yeah, 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 I, absolutely. I think, it's 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 kind of a circus style. Like I think um, we have that, but I think it should be the choice of the politicians and the clowns to swap over. Well, his. I mean, like I think basically, like we go full centrist on this mm. like we go there, there's this horrible organization that's swapped them over locked them in the place and anytime anyone anytime anyone tries to leave that like job that's been shoved upon them they get killed right so mm. they try and leave downing street they get killed or they try and leave this weird circus where they're, they're kind of televising it all around the country <laughs> then they get, they get a, killed as well that's a good idea actually because I, I was going with more of a a very not realistic but sort of like fairy tale prince and the pauper kind of vibe yeah no it's not like a comedian going i bet i could like a russell brand going i bet i could you do your job better than you uh or mm. like someone says why don't you run for prime minister or whatever yeah it's and then they, they run for prime minister because i'm pretty certain that is an episode of black mirror <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty certain there's an episode of Black Mirror that is exactly that. Uh, so yeah, I quite like this idea of it's all televised. Like, um... so they've got this, they've got this circus for this dark circus for for politicians, mm. where they're like basically torturing them. Uh, they've kidnapped them, and they've all the politicians in, in that were in Parliament for this one bit, or they'd all gone to Downing Street for a um, uh, for a meeting, and they get kidnapped on the way. Yes, they all or, get put into this dark circus. Or these terrorists uh, cause a national emergency, uh, which means okay. that the whole cabinet convenes uh, yeah. somewhere. So, like, like the, there's a big fire or something. There's a big fire. National emergency that forces them all to convene. See, it, could, it could not even just be an emergency. It could be a, like a threat, right? So there's, there's a bomb threat. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then... An alien it, threat. Oh, no, you know what? It's a, it's a, <laughs> right, listen. There's a bomb threat in, in Parliament. Yeah. So everyone has to leave, mm-hmm. right? So they get out of the building and, and they're all in the... Yeah, they all, they all go to get into the they, they get into... Uh, obviously, they've all been replaced. Yes, yeah, and 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 it's it's at that point that they hope they put in all the people who were there, like uh, dressed up as like uh, bomb defusal experts and stuff. Mm. They they um, all these people come in with a bunch of big big like comical sized sacks mm. uh, that they've they've already abducted some clowns and they um, they kind of chuck them into the into Parliament 
kind of... Um, <laughs> well, how do uh, they abduct the clowns? If they call in a bomb for a tent Downing Street, how do they get the clowns out well, of the, the circus? Clowns, the clowns no, but they, 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 listen, there's loads call, of circuses. They call a bomb threat at the circus. <laughs> Tom, there's loads of circuses. It doesn't matter. We don't have to cover that. Is the important one is how do you get into the armed like <laughs> the, the armed guarded places? Not how yeah, did they get enough. into a circus? <laughs> fair enough. Well, this this anonymous like uh... it's like it's like you know the start of the um uh, the the Dark Knight. You don't ask yeah. how the Joker got his van. <laughs> <laughs> That's constantly what I'm asking for the entire <laughs> two hours and 40 minutes of that movie. Like, oh man. <laughs> I, I, I understand that he's robbing a bank. Where did he get the van from? No, no, genuinely, that was a question I had when I watched that movie. I was like, how did he get a school bus? Like, oh yeah. Like, and then, and then, like, when he joins the school bus thing, surely the driver behind him is like, why has that just come out of why a Why is there bank? a new school bus? Yeah, why is there a new... Oh, oh well, like, the, 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 the driver behind children. him... Yeah, the driver just... <laughs> the driver behind him just goes with it. That's the weird every thing. Now, every now and again, yeah, a new bus of children will just come in and it just means we've got more people for the school. <laughs> <laughs> We're all interchangeable as bus drivers. Well, I guess if there's more people in the school, there's more means my job is more secure. <laughs> so Who anyway, cares? They've kidnapped these clowns. They've they've chucked them into Downing Street. Mm. They've also put the politicians into this this dark carnival circus area, right? Yeah, where they're being tortured and there's like wild animals running over them and stuff. Um, uh, we'll get back to that, I'm sure. Well, who's right? the prime minister? Is it Jodie Whittaker? Sounds good. Yeah, it is Jodie Whittaker. You're right, Jodie. Doctor Who's Jodie Whittaker. Yeah. Church is Jodie Whittaker. <laughs> Go on, it's your turn, Tom. Black Mirror's <laughs> Jodie Whittaker. Oh, fuck, no, it's my turn. <laughs> uh, 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 Scott, Scott, oh, no, it's your no, turn. Well, you know, this, is, this is your guy's thing. <laughs> oh, 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 um, 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 uh, Attack the Blocks, Jodie oh, Whittaker. Wow, that oh, is a damn it, fuck you. <laughs> I can hear the typing. Who is cheating? No, no I, I can hear IMG in the background. I can just about hear. I can just about hear Matt Damon's face. Awards ceremonies, best actress, Jodie Whittaker. <laughs> All right, set off. Um, Wikipedia's Jodie Whittaker. <laughs> so listen. Let's um, let's dial in, all right, guys? Yeah. Let's dial in on this plot because it's really important. So she's Jody the Whittaker. prime minister. Yeah, and and these and and basically this this organization hasn't t- told them what they want, hasn't told anyone like what they want. They have just literally gone. Clowns could do your the the, the bit they broadcast is like with those like like Scott said those um that those drama masks the happy one and the sad one on. Mm. Um, they're like, uh, we're here to prove a clowns could do a better job of uh, ruining the country than than the politicians. And so, like, you see they cut to, like, CCTV of Downing Street where a bunch of clowns are waking up on the floor. Mm. Like, uh, who's playing the lead yeah, clown? Like, are, the, are the clowns actually um, on this? Are they part of the terrorist group? Or are they actually just genuinely clowns that don't have a clue what's going on? 
Yeah. They're just clowns. Yeah, they've been taken from a clown school or like different circuses around the country and stuff. Um, and and one of them is, uh, let's say, do ah man, who's sort of like um, kind of uh, internationally recognized and but would 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 do okay as a clown. Mm. Like, we, we need to get an American audience in on this, don't we? Yeah, but we want a British person that's recognised by an American audience. So Russell Brand would Idris be okay. Elba. Wow. Idris Elba. I mean, Idris Elba clown. the clown. <laughs> Talk about Prime Minister material. And I, I would love to see Idris Elba as a clown. <laughs> Playing the Prime Minister. Um, yeah, the wires Idris Elba. I'd love to see him as a clown. Oh, yeah, you mean, you mean the Dark Towers Idris Elba? <laughs> Yeah, the 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 uh, the Thor Ragnaroks, <laughs> Idris Elba. Oh, sorry, you mean Thor: The Dark World's Idris Elba? <laughs> no, no, I mean Avengers: Infinity Wars, Idris Elba. <laughs> okay, this joke's run its course. Star Trek Beyond's Idris Elba is the main clown. Yeah, and he, he wakes, wakes up, up behind the desk of um, the Prime Minister. Mm. It's his worst nightmare because he has forever avoided responsibility a responsibility in the form of um he was kind of being no, he's got to be like uh, his, his parents wanted him to be a politician private, he was sent to private schools right exactly and he ran away to join the circus okay so like yeah he's, he's run away to join the circus he didn't want anything to do with it his brother though mm. is part of the oh no uh let's say his sister, who they, they were both kind of being sort of like brought up to be uh, a political class, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and both they like they wanted to send them both to uh, Oxford, Cambridge, and like uh, his have sister them go into being a good vibrations as <laughs> Jodie Whittaker. You need to get off that IMDb page. <laughs> I uh, don't. These are, these are all coming from my uh, from my old noggin. Okay, so your sister is Jodie Whittaker, and yeah, and, yeah. and adoptive. Uh, that, yeah, that feels too close for those for those for the head cl- clown and the and then the prime minister <laughs> to be ex. related. Then I I really like the idea. Yeah, an ex an ex yeah. wife. I mean that makes more that yeah. makes more sense genetically. I, mean, I just I just I just think it's a bit a bit weird. I think they want to have like relevance. There needs to be a clown in there that's related to Jody Whitaker, or there needs to be a character that's in the in like the um the government that's related to Idris Elba. I don't think we want the two main characters to be so so closely related. I don't know. I, I, th- I think um, we we need that to to bring the story round. All right, fine. That's, that's fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with it. Like, so there is a connection between the two instead of them just being two random people. Uh, and I think I think this is what ha- it brings them together. I think if we were writing the script. Yeah. We would put more characters in, but for now, yeah. for the pitch, we'll attri- yeah. attribute all these, all these plot points to the same two yeah. <laughs> 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 So, um, yeah, like they, 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 they're estranged, right? They are, um, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe they, they dated while they went to Oxford, Cambridge, right? Yeah, yeah. and they were both going into politics. Except that Idris Elba, they broke up. Idris Elba went uh, and, and ran away to join the circus, like uh, at, just after he'd been given this enormous grant from a um, from a un, uh, like a funding 
boost for his campaign to to run for an MP. Mm. Like he'd he'd been he'd been given a um, a pledge from a donor, a mysterious donor, Ooh. Um, uh, to to run for his local constituency, sort of thing. Mm. And he was like, "This is too much pressure." I've just broken up with my girlfriend Jodie Wick- Jody Whitaker. I'm I'm leaving. I'm going to join the circus to try and hide. I'm, I'm taking this money, taking this money with me. I can't take this anymore. I'm going to clown college. <laughs> I'm taking the money with me. I'm going to use it to pay for clown college. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And I think the uh, well, we haven't actually established what is happening right. now that they've been swapped over. So, like what, what is going to happen? Like, are the politicians just being held yeah. somewhere, or are they having to? Well, so no, the the um, the clowns are like, oh, screw this, right? Uh, and one of them's like, I, I'm not, I'm not being part of this. Steps out of Downing Street, yeah, is immediately Cold. killed. It's got to be explosive. Like, like there is a, yeah, oh, I suppose you've got like much like Battle Royale. Yeah, I was but thinking it's the not, exact it's same not thing. a color though, is it? It's an explosive pair of <laughs> giant <laughs> big red nose, big red nose. Yeah, they've had their noses fitted with explosives. But it's one of them spinning bow ties that they have on. But if they step out, it starts spinning stupidly fast and. Um, and so uh and then you cut to they 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 turn on the tv and they can see being broadcast all the time overcutting Mm. all the all the news and stuff is this dark like this ring uh kind of a circus ring in the dark Mm. where jodie whittaker is taking uh is um, getting up off the floor along with a load of other politicians in suits and stuff, and mm. she wipes some blood from her nose, and she gets up, and then she look, uh, and then suddenly a spotlight comes down, and uh, he, oh, man, I'm going to say David Tennant steps forward. It's going to be David Tennant playing him, but like, uh, it's um, he's, he's wearing one of those masks. Doctor Who's don't David start, Tennant. Tom. Do not stop. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Nativity's David Tennant. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you, no, Tom, you can say this. You know, you know who it is. <laughs> You've right. seen all his work clearly. Yeah, yeah, it's Broadchurch's uh, David Tennant. Um, <laughs> Broadchurch's David Tennant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the one. Um, he's uh, he is in a mask the entire time, but it's it. His voice is very much yeah. David Tennant. Yeah, we know. It's we, not, we know it's not the, masked yeah. by anything. Um, yeah. And and he's like, uh, "Welcome to the show." Uh, there's a. Uh, we're going to show that maybe clowns should be uh, politicians, and politicians are all really clowns. <laughs> because do you get it? <laughs> Yeah, you get he, it? Like he is—he is like literally the worst. Most he's the worst Banksy. Banksy. He's yeah. the worst Banksy. That's that's, <laughs> that's his worse name. Than Banksy. He's the worst Banksy. His name is Wurst Banksy. <laughs> <laughs> he's the worst Banksy, and uh, and basically he gets he. he comes on on and it's all televised televised yeah. by other people in these masks and he's like what i have so cleverly done is change the places of politicians <laughs> by clowns 
what I am so terrible. I'm just explaining everything. Yeah, yeah. Explain is the joke, and then, but we then we then cut back to so like, and he's like, if the clowns don't have a new bill to pass in government by the time uh, to sort out uh, the uh, to, to the tax problem, mm. then. <clears throat> then another member of parliament is going to die. By lion taming. By lion taming. Die by lion taming. Like being mauled by a lion. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's... Yeah. And and so the, the clowns are all arguing and just like, what should we do? And then there's probably another clown who's like higher up on the clown uh, like um, ladder than, mm. than Idris Elba, right? He's, he's the teacher. Yeah. Right of his clown school, he's always been an asshole. He's played by um, Matt Berry, yeah, and he's like, uh, I know Matt Berry. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I know how to solve this problem. We'll just wait them out. And then uh, Idris Elba's like, No, we have to make sure we do what they say, otherwise Mm. they're going to kill my sister. And he's like, You have a sister in government. Maybe we should, uh, we, maybe they all should die. Um, uh, and, you know, he's a dick. Anyway, they don't do anything because they're arguing, they don't get it done. And mm. someone, and then suddenly uh, in, in one part of the, of the ring on TV, you know, on one part of the, the circus oh, ring, it's, a, a, a lion it's, is released. It's Jeremy Corbyn in the ring. And yeah, Jeremy yeah. Corbyn gets. Uh, television's Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah, <laughs> but like he gets ripped apart thing. by a lion. The, no, the lion comes out, but yeah. then he's like, he's like, oh, and don't w- worry, we'll, we've provided you all the best equipment, and then Jeremy Corbyn gets crushed <laughs> by ten chairs. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Just chairs dropped on like, him. It's the, the lion had nothing to do with it, the lion's tail. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. Um, um, the lion, the lion, already being tamed was just being used as a threat. The actual mm. death came by ten chairs. So Prometheus as Idris Elba <laughs> is immediately shocked by this. Yeah, because he's met Jeremy Corbyn once. He, yeah, yeah. In, like you know when he was doing his hobnobbing for politics, and yeah. we flash back to when he met Jeremy Corbyn. Mm. Um, uh, just before he started his campaign. <laughs> Jeremy Corbyn says, you know what I'm scared of the most? <laughs> Chairs. <laughs> and he's talking about the chair of the of parliament, right? Like, uh, Yeah, his seat in yeah. parliament, yeah. <laughs> um, just like no, Jeremy he was, he was Corbyn Chairs. No, no, he was he was always on about how he wanted more chair, more seats in Parliament. <laughs> so that's what he that's what Kelsey, he finally gets the seats that he wants. So anyway, um out comes uh David Tennant. Oh no. And oh you mean Jessica Jones, David Tennant. <laughs> yeah. Um out comes David Tennant. And he's really nice, and he's like, "Oh, you're coming down, uh, Idris, to um, to to me. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, Jeremy Corbyn. We can't be seen to talk to you because you're a bit too extreme on the thing. And you know, uh, it's a new, it's a new. Uh, Idris is uh, running a new campaign on a on a platform of uh, fairly fairly centrist issues. We can't be seen to be hobnobbing too much with you. Um, mm. And uh, so leads him away from Jeremy Corbyn. David Tennant 
in this flashback like we we don't know who he is right but then the flashback finishes later on we'll get flashbacks that tell us that david tennant is like a media mogul he's like uh, uh, uh you know um what's his name old terrible skinny ball bag man uh, skinny ball bag man <laughs> yeah uh, rupert Murdoch. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. skinny ball bag man <laughs> I like how we both knew who it was <laughs> from that description. A media mogul, skinny ball bag man. <laughs> skinny ball bag man has got a better ring to it than Rupert Murdoch. I reckon he'd have more fans, definitely. Skinny ball bag, skinny, skinny ball bag, skinny ball bag, skinny ball bag. Oh, you skinny ball bag, skinny ball bag. Skinny, skinny, skinny ball bag, skinny we bag. love you. <laughs> Um, oh wow right so <laughs> yeah he's, he's, we're in this pitch basically we learn that david tennant is a is a, a media mogul that's mm. that's like trying to get it um he, he's the one who's giving idris elba all this funding for his campaign mm. and he pulls the funding from um jody whittaker mm. and that's the thing that breaks them up right is that like uh, adult life skills jody whittaker <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> every time you do that, I'm just going to stop pitching. <laughs> <laughs> what, you mean Roof from Ashes, Jerry Whittaker? <laughs> prepared to stop a lot more. <laughs> Go on, Matt. Sorry. So Sorry what happens next? No, it's, it's your turn now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Right, well, another politician dies, ironically, because Idris Elba refuses to uh, uh, to run Parliament because he's, he's really, really, like, given up responsibility. Like, he can't start... Well, I think he makes a mistake. Yeah, he doesn't... He doesn't uh, actively refuse the call. He goes right. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna well, try and get these politicians out of it because that's yeah. that's the good thing to do. He makes a mistake. Yeah, he's been told uh, to which... make. A, he's been told to make a law that mm. fixes the tax problem. Right? It's really mm. vague, and so he's like, "Yeah, no, we should raise taxes for the. Uh, I, there's probably a, like a um, tax um, the rich. Tax, tax the rich. Tax. So he starts taxing the rich." <laughs> And then it's like, ah, 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 you didn't say the magic words, which the magic words were tax the poor and not yeah. the rich. And... Another pile of chairs gets dropped on um... <laughs> Jeremy Corbyn again. <laughs> Surviving the last. He, like, he's, just, he's, he's just crawled out. Up. <laughs> <laughs> He's just crawled out from a pile of chairs, and then uh, the lion's still walking around in circles. <laughs> the lion, the lion at this point is up. cuddling up to Jodie Whittaker because she's yeah. so charismatic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. So, um, uh, like, but seriously, I think another person dies. It's mm. just another politician, a man in a suit, gets uh, flung off a trapeze. Like uh, <laughs> uh, giant high wire type thing, John then, Prescott. But, but it turns out that the high wire is like razor wire, and he yeah, just yeah. gets sliced well, down split the into. Yeah, and, the, and, like the, in... and the net below is made of razor wire as well. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. He falls <laughs> off, and then the, the net below it just slices him into chunks. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I feel like we need. 
I think I feel like the the arc for this is this keeps happening, right? Idris mm. Elba starts trying, kind of figures out who it is, mm. right, and start and then makes laws from Downing Street. He he figures it out through the fact that you know it's like oh you we, you need to stop taxing the rich being a, a positive thing. He figures it out it's David Tennant, right? Mm. Oh, Harry Potter's David Tennant, right? Yeah. So he <laughs> um, so he uh, makes like um laws that would signal only to Jodie Whittaker that who who this is and sort of how to get out and then mm. Jodie Whittaker like leads the the politicians in like storming this circus to uh to get rid of them right mm. or or oh no the other way around Jodie Whittaker figures out who it is yeah because she's in the place that's like guarded by his organization Whereas Downing Street, they they don't have much power. They can't get out of the house, yeah. but they can write laws. So they write laws basically like um, uh, evicting everyone from a certain location once they find out where it is. Like they, they, yes. they write laws evicting everyone from um, like David Tennant's house. <laughs> he like they reclaim David Tennant's house from the state uh, yes. for the state. Sorry, and the, and therefore like a load of people start marching in, and so you hear sirens in the distance for Jodie Whittaker as she's mm. like staring into David Tennant's like uh, smiling mask, um, and uh, then like he turns around to see what what's going on, and then she throws a chair at the back of his head and he dies. <laughs> <laughs> no, she th- she the lion that she, in this meantime she's befriended. Yeah. She, yeah, no, she, she's got. She's, she's made friends the with the lion in the back of his head. Yeah, yeah she, she, <laughs> she sick the lion. She throws the lion. <laughs> she throws the lion in the back of his head. He dies instantly. She's no, uh, no, 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 better. Like so, David Tennant gets found. Like he's he's been thwarted by Jodie Whittaker and Giselle, but it's all going, it's all hmm. going like pear shaped. And like in his last act of desperation. He's he's just got, he's basically pulled out a gun. He's going to shoot Jodie Whittaker, mm. and that's when out of nowhere Jeremy Corbyn smacks him over the back of the head with one of the chairs. <laughs> he's all bloodied like, up from the chairs all, that yeah, have been dropped on him. His clothes are ripped. He's he looks. In. It's Jeremy Corbyn, but he looks like <laughs> Bruce Willis at the end of Die Hard. Why? <laughs> when he's looking why out is the window? it so funny to imagine Jeremy Corbyn as the butt of slapstick jokes? <laughs> <laughs> Just to put it out there, right? The Life of Pitch podcast isn't biased in any way towards either party. Just to say, just to clear that up, because I feel like we bashed on Jeremy Corbyn quite a lot, and not. I mean, oh well, we praised him last week, so yeah, yeah, yeah he was the hero of last week's episode. Yeah, he was, yeah. This is this is just making it up, like yeah. <laughs> we don't, we don't we're trying to keep neutral, much like the BBC. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. In many ways, Tom, we are very much like the BBC. <laughs> yep. But anyway, that's the end of the film. Yep. Like uh, they, the Idris Elba's like, you know what? Politics still isn't for me. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, and then, White Weddings. Jerry Whittaker goes, "You're probably right." <laughs> And then, and then she and then they walk being off. the prime minister. Yeah, like, yeah. Everything was fine. David Tennant was the problem. <laughs> the media like, is the problem. Casanova's David Tennant. But now it's it's not about Casanova. Them. That's what I was <laughs> <Yes>. thinking of. <laughs> I almost said about... Casablanca. 
<laughs> with this, right? They, they just go their separate ways, and then that, that's the real Banksy-like point at the end of this movie. It's the yeah, media that's changed. the problem. I think basically, like they don't need to have changed his characters. Maybe they've changed a bit, but they yeah. understand their place in life better. The mm. important part is that they understand each other, even having been separated. Mm. Like, you know, they probably get back together. Yeah. But, also, um, I'm going to throw in uh, a point. Right, the reason, the, another reason they broke up was because they were both looking feet. at their phones too much. <laughs> <laughs> and his stinky feet as well. And his stinky feet as well, but... Yeah. The main reason but was now he's, now they were looking at the their phones shoes. too much. Yeah, now they were looking at clown shoes. It's not a problem. They were looking at their phones too much, and phones are bad. That's another That's bad true. thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So that was number ten, Clowning Street. Thank you for that one, Alex. Not safe for work, Keen. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone. Remember to go to our social media website. So that's uh, facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast and Facebook dot com forward slash life's a pitch podcast <laughs> and facebook don't forget facebook.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast as well and um, and twitter tweet us at life's a pitch show and um, facebook.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast the social networks facebook.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast <laughs> and the end times twitter.com forward slash life's a pitch show all right um so thank you everyone for listening uh thank you scott for coming back on the show uh it's been my pleasure it's uh i forgot just how like painfully funny it is being on here (laughs) (laughs) it's quite a ride isn't it Um, it's it certainly is (laughs) uh, if you've enjoyed the show then uh please feel free to share it share it with your friends uh as well as leaving us five star reviews on itunes and all the different places that you can leave reviews for podcasts um and uh if you really want to help us out you can go over to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast where you can give us money each and every month to keep it going keep the podcast going keep it getting better and uh, the people who have done that are as follows Mahir Trevetti, my waste of talent you can keep the kids brenda but you're not taking half of the bisques brandon spanky mills ross original stephen d thomas sam mckillman all right brenda they've got gluten-free bisques now they're made of hemp look how scared the cat looked when i waved these bisques about Brent Black. Look, Pete, we all think your zeal about bisques is too unsettling. Joseph Hegarty, strike comedy or how I learned to stop worrying and love improv. The Bisque Council has convened and found the supplicant Alex wanting. Yes, Dan, of course I'm happy I bask in the light of the eternal bisque. Thank you very much, all of you, for those uh, pledges. And, and genuinely, it really does help. So uh, thank you for those. And thank you again for your interesting names well uh, i've been tom mcgrath i've been matt turner i've been scott foster and we'll leave you with a joint yes very clever award this is the award we give away to people who've given us titles based around existing titles mm, very clever uh, so from toby james we've got the sum of all ray mears and from alex not safe for work keen again we've got the mancunian candidate the Mancunian candidate. Ah, oh, I like that. I like yep. that very much. All Remember right. Who pitched it, guys? <laughs>